Welcome to the Bliss Tonic Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Anthony, yoga instructor, educator, and straight up yoga nerd. You know you're in the right place if you're ready to apply yogic technologies and wisdom into your human experience. That's right. We're here to take action. Are you ready to dive into season two where we are going to get real about all of this 2020 business and how we can apply yogic wisdom to be a better human? Let's do it. episode of the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Welcome back if you've been here before and you know a great big welcome hug if this is your first episode. Buckle up. Just kidding. (laughs) So today I am inspired after a reading, a Vedic astrology reading with my friend Missy. Um, I'm going to be talking about that um, in a little bit. Uh, but a, a concept that's been coming up for me a lot lately actually is reparenting. And what I mean by coming up a lot, I mean it's been coming up in my awareness um, often, whether I, well, okay, so to be fair, social media, I follow the tag reparenting and inner child work. So (laughs) it's probably not a surprise that it's been coming up a lot. Um, But in other other means other than just Instagram, um, it's been coming up in in random conversations and overhearing people talk about it. Um, So it's something I wanted to talk about today, not just what it is, um, but some some points for you to think about um, when it comes to reparenting. And so what this whole concept is, is, you know, this really goes to um, some of the things that we talk about when we do the Four Desires work from Rod Stryker's um, book, The Four Desires, um, and the the training um, that you can take associated with that book, um, where we discover our vikalpa, and this is you know basically a desire um, that does not serve us and the whole idea behind this is that it did serve us in some way at some point um you know whether to to keep us safe or um you know to to help us feel better in some way but now it does not serve us it it separates us from our path and oftentimes when we start to get to the root of our vikalpa which is an extremely painful Um, part of ourselves that has created a lot of suffering in our lives and maybe pushed us towards a path that is less than dharmic. So discovering (laughs) what that is, is is a path in and of itself. (laughs) And if anybody listening has done this work, you know, either with me or with another teacher, you know, it is, yeah, a long process, a lifelong process, um, and it can be deeply heart wrenching at times to discover 
the way our suffering has created mechanisms that you know keep us playing small or keep us from living our soul's purpose um and it often comes from you know the way that we grew up and modern psychology tells us this as well um i don't know the exact ages but right we create a lot of coping mechanisms based on our childhood um and this is it's a similar concept except this is really about you know who we are here to be our our purpose and in a lot of ways this vikalpa keeps us from accessing that purpose and what we can do is once we discover what those things are that we do <laughs> to keep us safe or playing small or for whatever reason we do these things um wherever this wound is that we can then reparent ourselves And for a while I was seeing a, a therapist and it was really interesting because I felt in, in some ways that I gleaned a lot of um support uh from this person and it wasn't necessarily, you know, like advice or um homework that was given anything like that, but it was the ability to have somebody listen to me um and just hear me and validate my experiences um that was really powerful and it you know got me thinking in this whole um idea of reparenting is what would i want what would i want to see um if i were to reparent myself what kind of experiences would i have had as a child if things were different and you know in no way am i saying that you know things were terrible um but you know we all and this is something that i tell myself being a, a parent and a step parent myself is we all have our shit okay and what this and it mostly comes from uh the way we were raised and it doesn't matter how you do it we still have it and as a parent it's at you know it doesn't mean we don't do the work but just to acknowledge that you know we're a part of the cycle for somebody else. Ooh, and that's a big one, right? Because we want to especially like me being on this path, like I want to do the best that I can, and yet I see these patterns and it's almost like I can energetically see what I'm doing and the harm that it's creating and the beliefs that it's instilling in them and the patterns that, you know, fall out and the habits that, you know, are established because of that and because of me you know which is just an insane thing and you know if you're a parent out there i'm sure that you can see this as well and it and it doesn't matter if our intentions are good <laughs> they still develop beliefs about the world based on the the upbringing and experiences that they have and had um so thinking about like so my personal v culpa i have a lot of them <laughs> we all do they are it's said that we have three big ones and that each one is like a flower and has many petals or ways that it shows up um and then you get down to the the root of it and that's that's the big the big whammy and it has different ways that it expresses itself in your life 
And, and I talk about this a lot. So I know all, all of you probably know for me, it's this sense of not enoughness and it shows up in so many ways. And I can see how it relates back to, um, you know, my upbringing in a lot of ways and expectations, um, you know, that were put on me. And again, it doesn't mean that how is, how I was raised was wrong or bad. It's simply that I developed beliefs based on how I was raised and that, it's not it's not a fault of anybody um does it make it easier to deal with god i wish <laughs> knowing these things you know if you know that it's not anybody's fault and you know that it's just oh this is just my v culpa popping up and it does it 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 softens it a little bit, right? It takes you out of the cycle of reactivity, but it doesn't make it go away. And so this is where, um, you know, reparenting comes into play. Um, And specifically, this aspect in my Vedic reading that came up, especially because I'm in a seven and a half year transit into Saturn, um, which is all about the father. And we got talking about how when we think about reparenting, we think about mother and like remothering ourselves, not necessarily the father aspect, which is really interesting um, because it's an equal equal part of the puzzle. Um but I'm not sure why. <laughs> I'm not sure why. Maybe you can you can tell me if you've thought in the context of reparenting if your mind goes into mothering as well. And why do you think that is? Maybe it's just me and her. <laughs> Who knows? But specifically, let's think about refathering. And what is that role to be a father? What does that mean? What does it mean to be a father? What role did your father have in your life? And what would you do differently? And it's not to say that they should have done it differently. You can't change what happened. Absolutely. You know, this is not about um, undoing what happened, but offering yourself this moment to give yourself what you wish you would have had. Which is really interesting to just sit with. So let's just take a couple breaths. And I want you to think as you breathe about, you know, your not your relationship now with your father, but growing up. What was that relationship? What kind of, you know, physical, mental, emotional support was given or received, right? Because it's a two-way stream. Big breaths. What was that relationship like? And where are there points that bring up emotions within you or a desire for things to have been different? And even if you've spent work accepting, you know, what was, how would you do things differently? Even if you're not a father yourself, how would you father yourself? And is there any advice in that for you?
mean, regardless of, you know, what kind of answers you got from that, you can sit with it for the rest of the day. You can sit down with your journal and contemplate a little deeper after this episode and dive into that idea of how can you give yourself that. I'm interrupting my yogic ramblings to let you know about this little secret. I've been curating a bliss tonic yoga Patreon just for you. If you are a podcast listener and would like to show your support and help cover the cost of the platform that I use to host this podcast that you're listening to right now, or they cover the rent of the studio, the recording studio that I rent, then go ahead and click over to be a $5 a month patron of Blistonic Yoga. I have a couple other tiers for you yoga nerds. If you really like to get down with studying your experiential alignment, pose tutorials, guided meditations, and you know I love to get down about philosophy lectures. I could just, I'm pulling up my nerd glasses right now, but I could just talk yoga philosophy all day. So I'm dropping all sorts of content for you in three different tiers of the Blistonic Yoga Patreon podcast supporter, where you get access and never miss an episode to the podcast and get to show me your support. The Yoga Nerd, where you get all of that yoga goodness, and the Yoga Teacher tier, where we talk sequencing, we talk cueing, we talk uh, how to theme your classes and how to teach poses instead of just, you know, the experiential alignment of poses. So how do you teach that to people? What's the timing of teaching that pose to people? So all sorts of things, as well as in that yoga teacher tier, you get to request to meet and make certain videos. And I go live for some Q and A's once a month in that platform. So even if you don't subscribe today. Just go check it out. Let me know what you think. Show me some support. Show me some love. Leave some comments. You know the drill. Leave a review of the podcast. So many ways you can show me your support and just keep me going (laughs) because I always need that (laughs) to just keep me inspired and knowing that you are all listening. It just makes it that much more worth the effort. So head over to the Blistonic Yoga Patreon and we'll get back to my yogic ramblings. And so kind of my little realization is and specifically around, you know, what happened in my reading and everything that's been coming up for me. It's just like 100% on um, is about uh, reparenting around this idea of finances um, and being... Um, or feeling uh, like a I was worth a certain dollar amount, and that on, then that amount only. Um, and wh- what I wish I would have received instead of the harshness of teaching the lesson was the actual like lesson of how to do things myself um, instead of just like the harsh. Um, you're all, you're, and this is my uh, child interpretation of this, not, you know, necessarily what actually happened, but not feeling like I'm just worth a certain dollar amount and that's it. Um, but 
you know, teaching me how to deal with my own finances and how to invest in my future. Um, you know, obviously I like had a savings account growing up and I added a lot to it and ended up spending that when I was living in Spain, which it, it served me well. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I've taken so many steps <laughs> in regards to finances and um, and, you know, just put myself in the path of poverty in a lot of ways. Um, I moved to Canada with $700 and no plan. <laughs> and they almost didn't let me in the <laughs> across the border. Um, like moved, moved to Canada. And they're like, well, we think you're going to work illegally. Um, and I was like, good point. Um, <laughs> I don't have a plan. Um, you know, so uh, at a certain point, like, just having somebody to to be there to teach me and not just to like be there to instill lessons and is that wrong or right you know no um is the answer to that it's how can i now this is a reparenting piece is how can i teach myself those things that i wish i have learned um and instead got like maybe more harsh lessons and how can i bring that softness um to those experiences and learnings so this is just you know my personal example and you know you know this is just my my personal life right now um but you could be very different you could be a whole different thing it could be a whole different like topic of you know punishment how did you receive punishment um when you did something, you know, quote unquote wrong or bad or, you know, whatever. And um, how would you give yourself, you know, how would you have done it? And even sometimes thinking about that can soften the edges around our experience of it. How would you have done it to yourself? Really? Um, or at this point, what would you do? So, something I'm going to just leave with you is this contemplation. There is no answer. So we're going to take a little bit of a break to talk a little bit about the Vedic astrology reading. I just had the most amazing Vedic astrology reading with my friend Missy Schirkenbach. She offers really unique approach to this ancient modality that helps us understand a little bit more about who we are, what we came into this life to do, experience, and learn, and also how we're here to serve the world. In my reading, we... Uh, discussed so much we got to start with a really beautiful centering practice to become more embodied and set a really clear intention for the reading and shared uh, a lot about you know the basics of my chart which we had done before and then uh, went more in depth into kind of transits and shifts that I have recently been through and things that are coming up and what lessons to get in alignment with before a big transit comes my way. So a couple of my 
really big takeaways. Um, actually, like it was really interesting that she was really tuned in and beyond just what she was reading in the chart, you know, said things that I was like, absolutely like, no way. How did you know that? Um, so she brought up a connection to Akashic Records, which if you are in my Patreon uh, and did the Meditation for Creativity um, you know that that is a piece of what came through in that meditation, which I didn't plan. I kind of just sat down and, you know, didn't want to do a basic meditation of, you know, focusing on a certain chakra because that's associated with creativity. And, you know, I kind of just wanted to open up to what wanted to come through. And next thing you know, we're tapping into the Akashic Records. <laughs> and that's what she brought up. Um, and so that was like, okay. And uh, basically a huge transit for me right now with uh, from Jupiter to Saturn. That's a long transit. It's a seven and a half year transitory period, um, which has already started. And then I think it's something like, I don't know, 16 to 20 years I'm in that period. Um, So lots of big lessons and action and, um, you know, a lot of action points for me to um, get really um, organized with my finances before this transition is complete. And I've been really feeling that as well and being pulled to um, different apps that support the, you know, saving for the future and, um, you know, setting aside certain chunks of money for certain things. So, which I have not been good at um, in the past. And so, yeah, this is, it was all 100% on of everything that I'm working on and um, just getting really organized in my life. So, I love that specifically. She left me and I took notes and she gave me the whole recording and, and whatnot as well. But I feel like I have very clear action steps, which, you know, isn't always the case with a healing or, you know, different modalities as, you know, like, oh, that was beautiful. But I really, what I really loved um, with her reading was I, I, I knew, <laughs> I knew exactly um, what to work on. And I feel like I have a lot of work and um, definitely going to meet up with her in a couple more months and see how some of the transitions are are playing out. Um, so if you're interested in Vedic astrology, um, I do have an episode with Missy where she explains, well, you know, I would say the basics, but we get deep really, really fast, um, which is also a part of my chart. Um, in Vedic astrology, I am actually not a Virgo. I am a uh, Leo sun, a Scorpio ascendant, and still an Aquarius moon. Um, but actually one piece that I learned was that I was in, in Aquarius. There's about two, I think two and a half, um, nakshatras within each, um, sign. And I am in a, the, um, nakshatra of the ancestors. And it's something that I haven't felt really connected to, um, Ever. And I kind of had this whisper in my ear and also a resistance um, to doing that work. So that is definitely something that I'm going to investigate further is working with the ancestors in this life and in past lives. 
So if you're interested in learning a little more about Vedic astrology, check out that episode with Missy Schirkenbach on Vedic astrology. Otherwise, she offers a very limited amount of readings um, on a weekly basis. I believe just later in the week, I'll put a link to uh, sign up for her um, sessions in the show notes. And I highly recommend getting a initial um chart reading and I believe they are $150 but they are like you know an hour and a half to two hours like it's an incredible (laughs) gift to give yourself Um, and then she also offers follow-up sessions and I believe she said they were 85 for that and again it's just not just learning about who you are and accepting that, but like she really gives clear um, direction to help guide you um, and offers it up in in a really beautiful um, way that encourages your sovereign decision making and, you know, not not really using the word should, um, but I'm going to offer this for you to consider. Um, and she's very straightforward and just like says exactly what comes to her mind and just really intuitive in it. So I cannot say enough positive um, feedback about a session with Missy. Um, it is 100% worth it. And she also offers um, discounts for Black, Indigenous, people of color. Um, so if you fit into that category, um, take her up. Up on this deal I believe it's like a $50 discount um, so I I love Missy I support her in all of the work that she's doing um, to even if you follow her on social media to spread um, all of her social justice work that she um, is doing and uh, personally messaging her friends which I got a message are you registered to vote um, <laughs> which I was like yes um, and thank you so much Missy for doing all this work of like personally calling people and messaging people and making sure that we're all taking the action um, that needs to be taken right now so that was a very long testimonial Everybody should get a reading with Missy. Check out the episode where she shares about Vedic astrology. Um, And let's get back to the episode. So I hope all of you um, hit up Missy for a reading because it truly is um, a transcendental experience into our own psyche and personality and who we think we are and who we've come here to be and the work that we've come here to do. Um, so I wanted to seal in this episode, you know, with a uh, action point for you on this idea of reparenting and specifically thinking about the role of the father um, and how you would father yourself and how is that different from the way you would mother yourself, And, you know, I don't have the answers to that. It's a very personal um, thing. But I would love for you to, after this episode, to get out your journal and just write what that might be like. So I gave you the example of, you know, for me, um, of teaching myself about investments, which I, you know, have been trying to to do um, and... You know, it's a long process. (laughs) What it is to invest money in the different ways and the stock market and just savings, various savings account is something that 
you know, we don't just know the ins and outs of the system that's been created, right? Somebody teaches us or we, te- we you know, learn from a book or a podcast about it or whatnot. But it, it takes um, doing the investigative work or being open to receiving that kind of information and taking action based on that. And that apparently is the big lesson that came through for my <laughs> astrology reading. So get out your journal and sit with these questions a little bit. How is refathering different than, you know, reparenting? And even I would just love for you to glean one one action point and then take action on that. Take action. What is it that, you know, you could have done differently if you did it yourself? If you were the loving, you know, compassionate, you know, person that you wish you had and do it to yourself. I'm not saying that, you know, your father or mother wasn't loving and compassionate, but this is about, you know, our child perspective, which is not entirely rational. And that's the point. That's the point of all this is our, you know, sometimes there's, huge traumas sometimes the traumas are just our child uh, brain making things mean certain other things and then we protect ourselves with certain beliefs um that's not the best way to describe it but i know you all know what i mean so okay let's finish this episode with a deep breath let it out And simmer on this for the day. Whether you journal or not, no big deal. But simmer on this and see if you can allow one action step to bubble up and take that action step. Sending out much love to all of you listening. And a huge thank you to Missy for the Vedic astrology reading today. And a huge thank you to editor Kyle. Okay, I need to actually get a buzz horn. One of these does it. Hold on. Just kidding. It's not doing it. Oh, wait. No, nope, that didn't do it. <laughs> okay. Maybe we went overboard. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Kyle, edit that out, please. I messed up. Uh, just kidding. We're fine. We're good here. Um, we're going authentic. Um, okay. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you have a great week. See you next week.